Recorded on Christian McBride's Nujon Tour in Tokyo, Japan, this is The Art of Music Tech with your host, Fela. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and welcome to the Art of Music Tech podcast. I'm your host, Fela, uh, and I'm doing a special on-the-road edition from Tokyo, Japan. Um, once again, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Art of Music Tech, uh, listening on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, everybody who's around, um, and yes, I'm on tour currently with Christian McBride's New Jean. And today, I got a special guest who is the read section of New Jean, Marcus Strickland. Um, <laughs> hey, Marcus. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm going to brag about you right quick. Oh. Okay, hold oh, on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is currently holding down uh, tenor sax, soprano sax, uh, bass clarinet, uh, for new John bass clarinet mm-hmm. that's that's still that's so dope <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just making it so cool um, mm-hmm. uh, the Florida native has been tearing up the New York City music scene for over two decades playing with artists like Roy Haynes Jeff Tane Watts uh, Lonnie Plasico Plasco Plaxico Plaxico mm-hmm. right yeah. all right uh, Dave Douglas uh, Chris Dave Marcus also has seven albums under his belt as a band leader and is currently signed with the legendary Blue Note Records with an eighth album on the way in the mixing mm-hmm. process right now. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> yes, I can't wait. I, I've, <laughs> I've heard some samples. This is this is awesome. Okay, and welcome to the show, Marcus Strickland. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking some time out of the tour life yeah you know, it's just it's hard it's cool it's, you know, <laughs> it'd be hard out here sometimes yeah but, uh, <laughs> it's quite stressful to travel and all but it's i love it you gotta love it i know right <laughs> yeah. i do i do and, and traveling with such a great band you mm-hmm. guys kill it every night yeah Christian killing it on bass. Oh yeah, yeah. You on the reeds, Josh Evans on. It's getting better and better. Yeah, it's always like wine. It just gets better. Exactly. Now she waits on drums. It's yeah, Mm -hmm. just been a a wonderful time. We started Mm -hmm. off uh, in the Netherlands. No, no, no. No, Uh, New Zealand Zealand. Mm -hmm. and uh, New Zealand, uh, Wellington. Mm -hmm. We did one show. Yeah. Uh, got incredibly jet lagged. Yeah, uh, we, we we crossed the international de- date line, so we were about sixteen hours. Yeah, that um, was that was a trip. Of... <laughs> yeah, didn't really have time to check it out. I wish I could. I know, right? <laughs> it was just a one nighter, mm. and everybody I, I know that tours is always like, oh, you you <laughs> really got to check out New Zealand. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, but uh, well, you know, we'll get back there one day. Right. <laughs> uh yeah and then off then we went off to Australia, Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you played with the Drumheads. Oh yeah, that was great. That was a that was a nice surprise. I didn't know that it was going to crisscross perfectly like that. That was perfect. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we got to hang, <laughs> eat some barbecue mm-hmm. with the Texas guys. Oh yeah. Uh and they approved. Oh that yeah. Was, that was a very very <laughs> Hard test right there. Bobby uh, Sparks, who, who barbecues himself, he was like, all right, all right, let's see if this is proper. 
(laughs) (laughs) They gave gave some approval. They also gave us some advice. You know, like, yo, this is how we do it at home type stuff. So it's like, yeah, it was very good homage, you know. That guy's serious. Martin Bishop. That's my boy. Yes, (laughs) yes. You're in Melbourne. Please check out that brother's Mm. uh, barbecue spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and and you you played some intro music for me. Some Feylot at night. Oh uh, yes, with the oh, drum heads. Thank you. song, yo. Feylakuti, let's go. Yeah, so Marcus, yes, you, you. So that's a, um, you. That's a few. That's some different genres, I guess, with between drum heads and uh. Working with uh, Roy Haynes and, and Christian McBride, and you know that's more of a traditional route. Um, oh yeah, definitely. How is that? Oh, I, between the two, I love it. I I love the fact that um, that I'm not. I mean, I think every artist's uh, wish is to not be pigeonholed so that they have freedom, and I think that's one thing that's uh, very cool about my career how how it's panned out. Uh, I've been able to play with people who are in such different arenas, you know, having Roy Haynes, who's like one of the pioneers of bebop um, and has in himself is a very, very uh, uh, eclectic musician who plays with all kinds of different uh, types of jazz. Um, He played with Charlie Parker, but he also played with Eric Dolphy, who plays very out and also Ornette Coleman, who's like that you know the father of out <laughs> and then he plays with chick Corea at the same time and you know he's, he's just a very eclectic musician but yeah he's he's like 90 years old i i played with him and i've also played in like the most deaf big band and also yeah. Bilal. i'm on his rec first record and he's on my uh upcoming record and uh pharaoh munch is on it as well you know it's just like a very uh, beautifully developed career that that I really am proud of, and uh, I'm glad that it's it's actually possible <laughs> to yeah. do all this stuff. Holy mm-hmm. cow! Well, that was yeah. first album, I didn't remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I heard some stuff from the new one with him, mm-hmm. and from your new album that's coming out. Oh yeah! Wow, mm-hmm. that's again, guys. I I can't wait for that one to come out. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so let's start from the beginning. Your mm-hmm. your background. Of, what what did your parents do? Sure, I was. Um, well, m- my dad is a lawyer. Well, he he's just retired, and my mom just retired too. But uh, my dad was a lawyer, um, and my mom was a a math teacher at first, and then became a principal. And uh, yeah, they were. Um, I think they were both first generation uh, college students. From them, from their families and everything, uh, so they they instilled a lot of values that uh, that are priceless in in our upbringing, uh, you know, mainly about you know where they came from and how far they've come, so uh, that was that was very important. And uh, my my dad uh, was also a, a drum major in uh, I think from middle school or high school to college, and um, it was in college that he switched up and said you know what why why not make some cheddar so i I could get out of this trap you know Uh (laughs) you know he he smartened up and got some cheddar and and, i mean he got it he went into accounting and then went into being a lawyer but yeah that's where the musical connection was he was an incredible drum major 
Uh, he was also a DJ, so he had all kinds of records laying around the house oh, wow. and always playing it for us. And we were rocking our little rocking chairs back and forth to all kinds of music. And I think that's one of the things that was most priceless about my upbringing is that my dad showed us all kinds of great music. And, and most of all, it was all like different kinds of music. It wasn't just the same it wasn't all jazz or all R&B or, all, you know, he would play Stevie Wonder and Johnny Coltrane in the same breath, you know. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and you have a brother as well. Yeah, I have a twin brother. Uh, <laughs> twin brother. <laughs> yeah, that that's why I, I probably said we sometime in there. And if you ever see me, <laughs> see me just randomly saying we, it's because I have a twin brother that I've kind of simultaneously evolved with, you know. We both live in New York, and uh, and uh, yeah, he's a drummer. He's an incredible drummer, and uh, yeah, great people. <laughs> I may <laughs> oh, say so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know you guys playing each other's bands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's dope. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a high level. Mm-hmm. Two people, you know, in the same family at that level. This yeah. is this is such a a cool cool. To have somebody to talk to throughout this process. Oh this yeah, definitely. You know, it's such a very big part of my support system, right there. He's like I'm going, sure. He's like, I know I'm going through the same, same. exact thing, bro. <laughs> exactly. 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 I mean, yeah. same age, same mm-hmm. everything. It's yeah. like you know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So, <laughs> exactly. wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who got into music first? Or like both you, both of you guys were both brothers were. Let's do it. We're gonna get a band together. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> for, for some reason, we always like chose the same activity to do. Like um, uh, when we were very young, we were both trying to be car engineers. You know, design cars. We would draw cars all the time, oh. futuristic cars that flew and stuff like that. I guess Back to the Future was coming out of, <laughs> around that time. So we like, yeah, we want to design cars. Yeah, and then then we got into football. And, uh, you know, he was a quarterback. I was a running back and linebacker. And, you know, we we did that up until, I think, middle school. And then notice everybody was starting to grow a little bigger than us. <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> you know? But uh, at the same time, we were looking into some other extracurricular activities. And um, we came across instrumental music. Um, I think because we were too shy to sing. So like we were like, hey, you know, <laughs> instrumental music, that sounds kind of cool. You know, let's check out those instruments. And the band teacher brought out the instruments, introducing everything. And um, my my brother already decided he wanted to play drums, um, but he was forced to play trombone at first. But eventually he was like, bro, I want to play drums. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he wanted to play drums like her dad. Oh, yeah. Me, I wanted to play the saxophone. Um, when the band teacher brought out the saxophone, he brought it out last, actually. Um it just really drew me in like it was so much different than the other instruments it was a hybrid of woodwind and a high and and brass wind and uh you know it just looks very shiny all these keys <laughs> it looks like the most phallic things sometimes and 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 also it just it's just a very um uh mysterious instrument you know and i think it attracts people who are very curious so um yeah i I gravitated towards that, played the uh, alto saxophone when I was like 
yeah, 11, from 11, I, I played the alto saxophone. I think 14, I picked up the tenor because most of the guys that I was listening to at the time were tenor players. Oh. And uh, I had a soprano a little bit before that. Um, and I think by the time I got into college, like maybe, hmm, maybe two years in, uh, I did like a uh, the Thelonious Monk uh, sax competition, international jazz sax competition. Uh-huh. And I actually placed. I got third place. I think I tied in third with uh, Jaleel Shaw, if I'm... Oh, out of feeling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, it was then that I got a little bit of money, you know. So I was like, what do I do with this money? And I, I bought, I believe I bought a computer and a bass clarinet. My first bass clarinet. Oh, all <laughs> It was right. a very cheap one on and eBay. And how old were you? <laughs> I was, at this time, I was probably 20, I might have been 20 years old. Um, so you I, were in school, you were in Florida still? or had Oh, you... we, we had moved to New York. I'm sorry if I yeah. jumped over that. <laughs> in 97, after we graduated high school, we went to, we yeah, me, me and my brother. <laughs> we oh, moved to okay. New York. You both. Okay. Yeah, All right. Went to new the new school in New York. Uh, when we were in high school, we were at New World School of the Arts. Okay. Um, familiar with that. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. You know, so we were, you know, from from a young age, we were we we were pretty pretty serious about it, and uh, you know, by the time we got to New York, um, we had decided we wanted to do it as a career. And use college as kind of like a network, you know, to to springboard stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, so I'm I'm in college. I go to this um, saxophone competition and place third. I buy bass clarinet and computer. And that's when. Uh, and the re- the reason for that is kind of interesting. Um, I've been listening to beats like the whole time. You know, I was playing jazz gigs and stuff like that, and listening to all these beats and everything and i i wanted to get into that too i was listening to to dilla so much um and also mad lib and uh just listening to all kinds of hip-hop that i grew up with in the 90s and realizing who the production people were behind that and getting more into that that Uh side of the music and um so, so I bought it. Yeah. The the jazz part was like your your dad. Mm-hmm. And then you were growing up in the nineties and, and hip hop was just there. I mean, yeah, just, just a teenager. There, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be mm-hmm. that, that was what you listened to. So, exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. So that mm-hmm. was the melding of the two. Yeah. Which is now happening even more now. Exactly. Yeah. So all mm-hmm. right. And uh, you know, so I, I have this computer and a and a bass clarinet. The the reason I bought those two is because I heard uh, the beat uh, accordion uh, by Mad Lib and and uh, MF Doom, who formed Mad Villain, and uh, Mad Villainy One, I think. I think that's the record that accordion is on. But uh, the accordion was uh, the the accordion sample was slowed down, and you know as uh, you know physics, the accordion is a, is controlled by reeds, just like. I play reeds uh-huh. and uh, you know, when it's slowed down, it sounds, it's like in the register of a bass clarinet, you know, <laughs> and to hear that rumbling and all that stuff with the beat, you know, I was like, man, I would love to make beats that have like low woodwinds, you know, underneath and everything and have rapper on top, stuff like that. Okay. I want to find this song. 
Yeah, uh, let's let, let's YouTube it right quick. Yeah, I will definitely. add it in. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to hear definitely, it. Definitely, yeah. Put it in there right quick. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Living off borrowed time, the clock tick faster. That'll be the hour they knock the slick blaster. Dick dastardly and muttly with sick laughter. A gunfight and they come to cut the mix master. I C E cold. Nice to be old. Y two G S D twice to threefold. He sold scrolls low and behold. Know who's the illest ever? Like the greatest story told. Wow. Keep your glory mm-hmm. gold and glitter. Perhaps half of these to take him out the picture. The other half right. and it don't mean shit to villain okay. a mix of yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Dude, uh, mad villain, accordion. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the inspiration. Yeah. For that the laptop and laptop uh, and the bass clarinet. Hey, <laughs> that's what I got when I prize my prize money. <laughs> so random, right? And yeah. then I uh, got software on the laptop, Reason, um, and uh, a controller. Started making beats and also uh, recording. Uh, and putting it the beats together with the, you know, the low woodwinds and stuff like that started making like woodwind uh, uh, chamber music for woodwinds and stuff and putting beats to that and stuff. So that's where, that's basically where the the sound of that record Nihil Novi started. But it didn't culminate until I got signed to Blue Note. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I started Twilight. I started my latest version of my Twilight group um, in 2013. Like I had another version that was like in 2005. 2005, yeah. And um, that was like a different thing, kind of like more on the fusion side. But this one is more like uh, I, I call it Black American music where you just have all the, the whole encompassing uh lineage of our music that that sprouts from the blues like all of that stuff is in there and uh and even more so on the on the latest record that i'm working on um you can hear like the whole encompassing uh culture of black american music yeah mm-hmm. oh all right yeah that's 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 cool uh, so with the electronic part what gear were you using in back then Oh, the the gear the gear I was using, I think I had a, a MacBook um, Pro. No, not they didn't have Pro then, so it was a MacBook, um, and I had Reason, uh, whatever version was out. Oh yeah, then, <laughs> Propellerhead, uh, and then I had an Akai. Um, I think it was like a, a two-channel or. It was a very small one. Like, <laughs> oh no, the the first one was the M Audio controller, the Oxygen Eight. Oh, that's the okay. first one that I used. And then I went to an Akai, which was a smaller one. And then I think I broke that one. And now I have like a another Akai that's a little bigger. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, that's basically the 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 workflow that I was using. Yeah. yeah, you know, I started buying microphones. I I just bought like cheap microphones and started recording into Pro Tools and 
Yeah. And yeah. Hey. It all starts, you know, it's adding somewhere. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to get those ideas down. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can't start with <laughs> super nice, you know, boutique yeah. microphones. But you know exactly. it's out there yeah. when you're working towards it. But uh, Definitely. <laughs> yeah, getting it out there mm-hmm. and learning mm-hmm. how to do what you need, you know, the passion that you have found. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. oh, okay, let mm-hmm. me expound more on this. And yeah. Yeah. So that's that's dope. All right. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the last album, what what was the inspiration for the name? Oh, that? people <laughs> people of the sun? Yeah. Or or the one before the, that, Nihil Novi. The, but yeah. Nihil Novi? Yeah. Oh, uh Nihil Novi, which which I released in 2016. Um, that was inspired by uh, a phrase by King Solomon. Uh, this is BC, you know, sometime BC before Christ. Oh, uh, King Solomon was um, one of the most uh, intelligent, uh, revered kings on on Earth at the time, and uh, it's because he he experienced everything that he learned like it's true wisdom it's not just knowledge it's like wisdom he lived he lived his knowledge so um uh one of the things that he uh came to a conclusion with at the end of all his his journey uh through life was uh nihil novi sub sole not there's nothing new under the sun um nihil novi is latin um, for nothing new um, in subsole is under the sun. So uh, that that phrase, um, which is in Ecclesiastes of, uh, of the Bible, when I first got hip to it through my dad, <laughs> like uh, he was like, yeah, he, he said this phrase, you know, nihil novi, novi subsole, nothing new under the sun. I was like, man, that is an interesting thing to say after experiencing so many things you at the end of it you're just like ain't nothing new under the sun (laughs) and uh you know I was in high school when I first heard this phrase and it just stuck with me until now even now I'm still thinking about it over and over again and how um how relevant it is um you know for instance like um I think human beings we're so caught up in the the concept of making something new <laughs> like i got this new music i got this new uh you know genre. food or this new genre <laughs> yeah. this, this new everything but um but really all we're doing is uh combining uh things that we're uh influenced by exactly throughout our lives you know it's like <laughs> i saw that i i smelled that i you know i sensed that you know there's all kinds of things that we're experiencing and those things combined together create the the product uh-huh. and uh so so uh that's kind of where i was going with uh nihil novi i was no longer looking for something new i was just looking for what i was <laughs> I was just like, who am I, you know? And and I just put all of that on the record. So, uh, yeah, that's a long explanation, but that's kind of how I arrived at Nihil Novi. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you've hit uh, 
anybody who does music and you and you putting an album together, mm-hmm. you're putting everything into it. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, so you know stuff that's mm-hmm. been stuck with you for years. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. of course it's gonna come out. So yeah, uh, yeah the album sounds great. It was oh. produced by Michelle and Degay Ocello. Mm-hmm. Which is another one of my favorites as well oh, for yeah. years. She's a uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a dope sounding album, mm-hmm. um, and that's out right now. Mm-hmm. Check that out on yeah. Amazon, uh, <laughs> iTunes, all the all the heavy shopping places for music. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's out right now with Marcus Strickland. Um, we're gonna stop right now because <laughs> that's it. We're at our time limit. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but the great thing is he's going to be back for another edition of right. the Art of Music Tech podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking forward to talk a little bit more about the next album and just more about music. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, please share, leave comments, uh, rate the podcast on mm-hmm. iTunes. Um uh, check out all of Marcus's stuff, uh, MarcusStrickland.com. Mm-hmm. You get everything. Yeah. You get everything <laughs> there. So just, just go there. All the links, everything. You get all the links. You get up to all the mm-hmm. social media. You could hit him up on there. Uh, and it's a mm-hmm. great looking website, too. So oh, check you. it out for that, too. I made it from scratch. Exactly. <laughs> I, know. You, I know you do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, please share uh, with your friends on iTunes. Uh, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, from me and Marcus Strickland. <laughs> uh, we'll see you in the next half. Bye-bye. And let's go. For more information of Booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com. Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work.